Welcome to the As the Leader Grows podcast. I am your host, Ken Jocelyn. I truly believe that everyone has something incredible to offer this world, but we too often get in our own way. We let the noise of this world crush our confidence and rob us of our focus. We let people and circumstances influence how we lead ourselves and how we lead others. The good news, you're not alone, and the change you desire is not out of reach. It's just on the other side of your decision to grow. A decision to grow into the leader that you're meant to be. If you're ready to build the confidence, gain the clarity, and create the community you deserve, you have landed in the right spot, and now is your time to grow. Good morning. Welcome to the As the Leader Grows podcast. I am your host, as always, Ken Jocelyn, where we are crazy passionate about helping business leaders build confidence, gain clarity, and create community. Uh, Listen, I am running off of an unbelievable high. We just returned from our Scottsdale Mastermind, over 40 of the most amazing entrepreneurs, business owners, um, world-class human beings I've ever been around, um, gathered in Scottsdale for about three and a half days. And talked about what does it look like for us in our core five, uh, which is faith, health, relationships, business, and finances. What does it look like for us to take each of those areas in our life to the next level? And guys, I'm telling you from guys like my good friend, Vic Keller, who had several companies successfully acquired by Berkshire Hathaway. And, and uh, as he calls him, affectionately calls him Mr. B um, to my good friend, Randy Garn. Uh, to Gary Brecka, who actually got on. Gary couldn't make it in person this time. Actually got on on Zoom. So we got about a two-minute impromptu visit from the one and only CEO and owner of UFC, Dana White. Dana popped in our mastermind for a couple minutes. We had an absolute blast. Scott Donnell, who's dropping Gravy Stack, which is going to be a billion-dollar company slash app to be able to help teach children teenagers, adults, how to handle finances. They've gamified the banking industry. Uh, It's next level. This guy's had several exits um, in companies, huge exits, triple digits. Um, Unbelievable, unbelievable human beings in Scottsdale last week. But I wanted to kind of go back and talk about our core five really inside of our GSD community, our core five inside of our GSD Elite Mastermind. Really what we're focused on is what does it look like in quarter three or the rest of the execute quarter four? What does it look like for us to take these five areas to the next level? Faith, health, relationships, business, and finances. So over the next few weeks, I'm going to hit each of these areas. And I want to talk to you guys today about what does it look like for you to take your faith to the next level? Some of you guys listening have said, Ken, listen, I'm not a person of faith. That's okay. You're in the right spot. Um, you know, for we've got several people inside of our mastermind that were born in, you know, Middle Eastern countries that, that didn't grow up in Christian faiths, that wouldn't identify themselves as someone who's a Christ follower, which is okay. You know, our thing when we talk about faith is I just I just want you to start the journey. I don't really care where you're at on the journey. I'll leave that between you and God. And let God sort out what he needs to sort out. But for me, obviously, as a person of faith, and we've got, uh, I'd say, the vast majority of our people inside of our mastermind are are people of faith as well. 
I went into, when we talked about building faith, I went into a scripture the other day. I actually shared a couple of verses in Galatians chapter five. I'm going to read those to you this morning. In Galatians chapter five, this is talking about the fruit of the spirit. It says the Holy Spirit produces these kinds of fruit in our lives. And there's nine characteristics that Paul writes to the church in Galatia um, that I think really, whether or not you identify yourself as a person of faith or not, I would say everybody across the board can agree that these nine characteristics uh, would be fantastic for each of us to have. Number one is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. So there's nine fruits of the spirit, nine characteristics that we as human beings, and again, it doesn't really matter if you're a person of faith or not, but I would say every single one of us go, you know what, man, if I could have and operate in these nine characteristics or behaviors, whatever you want to call them, I'd be a pretty amazing human being. And let me run through those nine again. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. So one of the things that I wanted to hit on was specifically about self-control. Um, it's so funny. I talked a little bit about my American Airlines experience, I think, on my last podcast a week or two ago. And I'll be danged if I didn't have if I didn't have this talk in Scottsdale. And then what happens? It takes me 24 hours to get home again. American Airlines, you got to step it up. Let's go. Um, so I am I'm flying out of Scottsdale Friday afternoon. I actually have my 14-year-old daughter. It's my weekend to have Emma Kate. And so I'm excited to get home. I know I'm not going to get home till about 10 o'clock anyway. I've already got arrangements. My oldest is going to pick her up. They're going to have dinner, watch a movie, and come pick me up at the airport about 1030 on Friday night. And so get to the airport early. And we're talking about how do how can I become elite in my faith? And we talked about how can I become the whole theme of last week in our mastermind was how do I be elite in these core five areas? So I get to the airport early on Friday. We finish up our mastermind. Unbelievable three days. Uh, absolutely life-changing, transformative three days we spent together. I get to the airport. My flight's at 3.20. It's already been bumped one time to 4 p.m. because of weather in Dallas. And I know if I get bumped one more time, I'm going to miss my connection to Birmingham, which is not good, which means I'm stuck in Dallas. This would be the third time in the last five months I'd be stuck in Dallas overnight during travel. So there's a 1.45 p.m. slot available. And so I have to give up my first class seat at, at my four o'clock flight to jump on this earlier flight. But I know I'm going to make my connection. I'm just going to fly to Dallas, get there early. I'll hang out in the Admiral's Club. It's a couple hour flight. So if I have to sit in coach, I'll be fine. So I hop on, hop on the flight. It's 1.45. We finally get, we finally back away from the gate at about, we lay, loaded, we boarded the plane about 20 or 30 minutes late. So it's like 2.15, 2.30. An hour and 55 minutes later, we're still sitting on the plane. And for the first hour and 40 to 45 minutes, every 15 minutes, the captain would come on and go, ladies and gentlemen, we're about 15 minutes away from takeoff. 15 minutes to go by and captain get back on the radio and he would say the, the, you know, the, the loudspeaker and say, Hey guys, just want to let you know we're about 15 minutes away from taking off. Well, how many of you guys know when we're talking about having elite faith and we're talking about these fruits of the spirit and we're talking about specifically self-control, 
How many of you guys know a man like me and a lot of you guys listening who are entrepreneurs and business leaders? You're go-getters. Like, I, ain't, I don't have time for you to tell me it's 15 minutes, 15 times. How many of you guys know after about three or four times, it's about 45 minutes to an hour in. I'm like, if this dude tells me it's 15 more minutes one more time, I'm going to walk up and go and be like, hey, excuse me, Captain. Stop telling me it's going to be 15 minutes and just tell me what the hell's really going on. But then again, that wouldn't be too good of self-control. So as always, when you do a talk like this, you're going you're gonna to get tested. So an hour and about 50 minutes later, and I don't know how many 15, what is that, seven 15-minute um, talks we got. We're going to be 15 minutes away. About an hour and 15 minutes in, the, the pilot all comes on, the captain does. He goes, hey, guys, listen, great news. We're third in line. We're going to be leaving in five minutes. I'm like, Yes. So now we're getting close to the time my original flight was going to take off. About 30 seconds later, he comes on. and We had just started pulling off onto the runway to, to take off. He goes, guys, listen, I regret to inform you that um, they just radioed in and our crew has timed out. We've got to return to the gate and we're going to deboard this plane. Now we're talking about self-control, right? I literally can feel the mercury rising in my body. I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? I'm not going to get home on time. Okay, now let me see. I'm on the, as soon as he says that, I'm already on the phone with the American Airlines Platinum, executive Platinum desk going, okay, can I get back on the four o'clock flight? Well, the four o'clock flight that I was supposed to be on, not only did they give my first class seat away, but they gave all the seats away. So there's no room on the four o'clock seat. Which makes, which means I have to catch the next flight, which is 7 p.m., which means I'm definitely going to miss my connection and I'm stuck in Dallas again. And my original flight that was supposed to leave at 3.20, that got bumped to four, it not only left on time, it actually got to Dallas on time. It actually made the connection. I would have gotten home on time. So again, temperatures rising. <laughs> I can feel, I can feel the frustration. I'm like, I'm like, Ken, self-control. You just gave this talk, dude. Dude, you just gave this talk yesterday about having elite faith. And one of the things about having elite faith is really operating in these nine fruits of the spirit, one of them being self-control. So, I'm, I'm, man, I'm doing a pretty good job operating in self-control. And then 7 o'clock, you know, rolls around, and we finally take off to Dallas. We land around 11.15. I book a Priceline room while I'm in the air. Get to get to my hotel. Our flight the next morning leaves at 9.15 or 9.20. I get home at 11.30, which is fine. I'll still be home by lunch. <sighs> Wake up at 7 a.m. to go to the airport to a text message saying my 9 a.m. flight's been canceled. I haven't even got awake yet, and I can feel the temperature rising on the inside of me again, and I can feel God going, how you like that self-control talk now, big boy? <laughs> but we're talking about being elite in your faith. We're going to spend the next five weeks talking about how to be elite in all five of these areas. So I call the EP desk again, and they're just apologizing, apologizing, apologizing. They said, listen, your flight's been moved to 140. To 140 gets me back in Birmingham about 3.30. I text my family going, hey, I'm going to be late again. They canceled my flight. We land in Birmingham at 3.20 p.m. We hit the runway. We stop. We're sitting there. The captain comes on. And goes, ladies and gentlemen, the gate that we're supposed to um, pull up to is occupied. And it's only going to be, does anybody want to guess how much time he told us it was going to be? 
15 minutes until our gate is available. How many of you guys also want to guess what the over-under is on how many times he told us we were going to wait 15 minutes? Uh, That would be three. Uh, One hour, it was one hour later, we finally pulled up to the gate. We sat on the runway in Birmingham for an hour. I go down to get my bags. Here we are an hour and 20 minutes in. It's literally no bags. My bags are not there. I get a ding on my phone. I look down. I hit my American Airlines app. My bags have been already delivered because I'm on my third flight or fourth flight trying to get home. They've been delivered. They've been sitting in the baggage claim office the entire time. (laughs) So I'm an hour and a half in. And I'm like, God, are you kidding me? This is a terrible joke. Like literally, it took me an hour and 40 minutes from the time my plane touched down. And Birmingham's airport's about as big as my living room. It's not big. Took me an hour and some odd minutes to be able to get my bags and get in the car. And I finally got to my girls and I I told myself, okay, Ken, you want to be elite in your faith. Here's an opportunity for you to really practice this fruit of the spirit. Or let's just even go through all nine of them again. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. I actually did pretty good. I actually handled myself well. I didn't get upset with anybody. I, uh, I, I may have let my... I may have just a little bit let the poor guy in the baggage claim know from American Airlines um, to maybe send a send a uh, a letter or an email up the chain of command, if you will, to let them know to stop using 15 minutes as their as their time um, stamp, if you will, uh, because it took forever. But I'm sitting there and I'm like, OK, self-control, 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 self-control. And it took me back to a video that I thought about that I that I saw from. Nick Saban, head coach at Alabama. And I live in Alabama. There's a lot of Alabama fans around here. And I heard Nick Saban on this video say, listen, we have five choices in life. We can be bad at what we do. We can be average at what we do. Or we can choose to be good at what we do. The last two decisions are even even better. We can be excellent at what we do. And the last one Nick Saban said is, or we can be elite at what we do. And I've chosen to live a life where I can live an elite life in those core five areas, in my faith, in my health, in my relationships, in my business, and in my finances. I want to live an elite life. I want to spend time with elite people. I want to have an elite vision. I I literally want to every single day when I lay my head down on the pillow at nighttime, knowing that I lived an elite day, therefore... I've got a level of fulfillment, man, that is that you just cannot put a price tag on. So as we're talking about having elite faith today, and we're talking about literally having elite self-control, which is one of the nine fruits of the spirit. I want to go back to about what we talked about before on emotional triggers. And this is what I talked about the other day. You know, when we get triggered emotionally, you know, that's, that's, that is what scripture would define as our flesh, our, our, our soul, our mind, will, and emotions. Where our spirit man, which is what's regenerated when we come to know Christ, our spirit man is the one that really needs to be in control of what's going on in our life. Because let me just, let me just be really honest with you. If I let my mind, will, and emotions be in control of what goes on in my life, I'd be in trouble. And I would have been in trouble on Friday night and Saturday trying. It took me 24 hours to get home. Like I would have been in trouble. 
But understanding that we all have emotional triggers, some some set on by childhood trauma, some set on from our development age, just a, a ton of reasons why we have emotional triggers. And I talked about last week on our podcast, and I talked about this at our mastermind. We have the opportunity. We have the choice. Nobody else has the decision-making power but us to do one of two things. We can either react which is just a knee-jerk reaction, no thought process involved whatsoever. It's just we react. And we react, it's almost like vomiting on people around us. It's like, and we're just going to give you what's in there, and we don't care. There's no thought behind what we're going to say. Or instead of reacting, we get the opportunity to respond. We get the opportunity to respond. And a response is a well-thought-out decision. A response isn't something that we just blah on people. It's literally where we think about how am I going to choose to act in this situation? What words am I going to choose to use? How am I going to handle this situation? So the number one question I want to ask you, if you're listening to this podcast today and you're a person of faith or you're just investigating faith, which is fine. And we're talking specifically about self-control is this. How do you handle the moments where you really need to operate with self-control? What does that look like? Do you realize that you are the only one that gets to make that decision? Am I going to react or am I going to respond? Are you going to be, and I'll put it in some of the vernacular I use a lot. Are you going to be a thermometer? Or are you going to choose to be a thermostat? Because a thermometer only gauges the temperature of the room. If I allowed myself to be reflective of the situation last Friday and Saturday, it would not have been a good situation for me or for the people around me, especially with the platform that God's given us. It would have been, it would have been, if I, I mean, I literally, and some people would say had the right to be a little frustrated in what was going on after numerous 15 minutes. We're going to take off in 15 minutes. But if I did that, what is that going to say about who I am as an individual, as a human being, as a Christ follower? Who's that going to say? What does that say about me as a man and my lack of self-control? Or, again, I can choose to be a thermostat. I dictate what the temperature of the conversation looks like. I dictate what the climate in the room looks like. So even after that, so funny because I was in one terminal when I took off and when I went to another terminal and I was on the phone with American, the American Airlines EP desk, I walked into the Admirals Club and they're sitting there and I'm like the second one in line. Well, the girl that had actually switched me out of my first class seat to the earlier flight changed terminals at the Admirals Club and she was sitting there waiting on me. And she was like, oh, hey, Mr. Johnson, how you doing? And I was like, well, let me tell you what's going on. She goes, I know I just heard. So she's trying to help me. I had a decision. Like if I want to have elite faith, I've got to operate in these nine fruits of the spirit, specifically self-control. Like what am I going to do? So I had a decision to make right then. Thermometer, thermostat. React or respond. How am I going to handle myself? And the reality of it is, is I chose to be a thermostat. Like I'm going to, I'm going to change the culture because there was mm, probably 12 to 15 people in line behind me. They're testy. They're upset. Some people have been trying to, you know, make connections and get to Dallas and try to make connections for some of them 24 hours already because Dallas had a lot of bad weather this past weekend. But what am I going to do? 
I'm the one that gets the opportunity to choose. So I want to encourage you today. What does that look like for you to have elite faith? What does it look like for you to take the love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control in your life to the next level? What does that look like for you to own the, 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 take, take the ownership and the responsibility and the understanding that, that you and I are the ones that get to make the decisions? Listen, when we get triggered, nobody else gets to make the decision. It's just us. When I get triggered or something happens to me that's that's hard or it doesn't feel good, I'm the one that has to make the decision. I used to say this to my youth pastor back in the day, decide before you collide. Like if you make the decision before those moments even happen, it makes it makes the decision a no-brainer. This is what I'm going to do. I heard Jocko Willink this week, former Navy SEAL. I heard him this week on an interview. Video's been running all through all over social media. And they said, dude, how do you get up at four o'clock in the morning and then go do this and then work out and then do an ice bath and all these things? He said, I don't give myself that option. Like when that alarm clock goes off, there is no, man, I'm just tired. I think I want to sleep. Nope, that's not even an option. The only option is for me to obey what I'm telling myself to do. And self-control is very similar. So if you want to have elite faith, One of the things you have to understand is I can grow in the area of my self-control and my self-control really is controlled by my soul, which is my mind, will, and emotions. I'm in charge of my emotions. And we know this when emotions are high, intelligence is what? It's low. When emotions are high, intelligence is low. We're unable to make great decisions when we get emotionally fired up or triggered. And so the whole time, Friday and Saturday, I mean, I'm going to be honest with you. I thought I handled it like a champ compared to how I would have handled it six months or a year ago. I literally was like, nope, this, this isn't, this isn't going to affect me. You know what? I'm going to be a little late getting my daughter. That doesn't make me a bad father. It makes me in a, in a situation to where, you know what? I, tough, tough, tough travel circumstances. So I want to encourage you today. If you want to have elite faith, go check out Galatians chapter five, verse 22 and 23. Galatians chapter five, verse 22 and 23. People ask me too, what version of of scripture do you read? New King James, um, NLT, um, NIV. I'll read sometimes. I'm not even sure which, I'm not even sure which translation this is, but it's, it's the, it's the fruits of the spirit. Like, am I, is my life producing love, joy, peace, patience? Kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. So what do you need to do this next week? What do you need to do today? You're listening to this podcast. What do you need to do to take your faith to an elite level? To take your self-control to an elite level? Number one, understand you're the only one that gets to make a decision. When you get emotionally triggered, you're the one that gets to make a decision on whether or not, number one, you react, or number two, you respond. Guys, I hope this helped you today. Man, I'm super excited these next five weeks to bring you all five of these core areas and ideas and ways how you can become elite in each of these five areas, in your faith, in your health, in your relationships, in your business, and in your finances. And again, guys, if this has added value to today, we would love for you to subscribe. We'd love for you to take a screenshot of this podcast, share this on your Instagram, tag me, 
Uh, tag my team on it. We'd love to be able to share and get you some followers as well. And I cannot wait to see you next time as we talk about being elite in your health. Get to show a little bit of, about my journey over the past two and a half years of losing over 80 pounds. I'll see you then. Thanks for tuning in to the As The Leader Grows podcast. My heart is always to add value to others on their journey to becoming the best version of themselves. If this episode did that for you, please subscribe, like, and share. Also, as a thank you for listening, please visit book.growstackdrive.com to get a free digital copy of my Amazon best-selling book, As the Leader Grows. Tune back in often and continue your journey of growth, whether it is here or elsewhere. The best investment you can make as a leader is in yourself.